The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Vieren. And today's episode is called Intercepting the Blessing. How cool does that sound? So let's get into a word of prayer. Father, We come before you in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for giving me this podcast, Lord. And Dad, I know that this is going to be a blessing to all of your kids, Lord. Dad, open their hearts. Lord, open their ears, Lord, and speak through me, Lord, and get this message to every one of your kids because, Lord, you need them to walk in the blessing. Lord, you love us so much. You want us to be the light of the earth. As a matter of fact, Lord, you have called us to be the light of the earth and the salt of the earth. So, Lord, help us to see exactly what you are saying and help us to walk in it. In the precious, holy name of Jesus, amen. So I want to start off by saying that fathers know things, you know, and um, if you've got a father, a physical father, a lot like mine, um, let me just tell you a little about my father. My father, when he was young, he went to the army and uh, my father has always been a worker. He's never been a lazy man and over the years, He has read and read and read so many different books and spoken to so many different people. And I got a very, very wise physical father. And I was, I've really been blessed with the parents that I have. And, um, you know, you're going to see where I'm going in just a moment. Fathers know things, you know, or should I say parents know things. And, you know, when a person is a child, they have this idea that they know everything and they at the top and, you know, they don't want to take advice. But can I be honest with you? Kids don't know anything. They really don't. You know, children are going to make mistakes. And, uh, you know, the Bible talks about the fact that selfishness or disobedience is already in their hearts when they're young. And um, as a child grows up and the more mistakes they make, a lot of them learn from their mistakes. I remember as a kid growing up, I made mistakes and there's a lot of things that I learned from it. And now that I'm an adult, I don't make those mistakes that I used to make as a kid. Now, my parents, like I said, I got a very, very wise father and uh, I got a very wise mother and they taught us kids so much growing up. When a parent speaks to their children and gives them advice or gives them a command. They are doing that for the child's benefit. And listen, I'm talking about the good fathers here on planet Earth, you know. I'm talking about the good fathers, not not the wicked, wicked ones. I'm talking about the good fathers that has their child's best interest in heart. You know, when they tell you to do something, there's a reason why they tell you to do that. You know, when we were in school and we were taught, you know, before you cross the road, look left and look right and look left again. You know, we were taught to respect our elders, etc., etc. And all of these things that we were taught, it was actually for our benefit. And a lot of that that we were taught as kids, we actually using it these days. Now, I said all that to say this. 
We have a Heavenly Father. Now, this is what I personally believe. I don't believe that every single Christian has that deep, deep revelation that God is our Father and we are His children and one day we're going to be spending eternity with Him and He just wants to hang out with us all the time and He gets excited when we wake up and everything that He has in store for us, every plan, everything that He has for us is based in 100% love. I don't think a lot of Christians have that revelation, you know, based on the lifestyle that they live, based on the choices they've made as adults. Because here's the thing, when you get born again, okay, you get adopted into the family of love. Now, from day one, we are supposed to be growing up into sons and daughters of God. Now, in the beginning, we are children of God. And someone might say, okay, uh, Brother Andrew, what is the difference? Here's the difference, you know, as a child, you're going to make mistakes. And as a spiritual child, you're going to make mistakes. As a natural child, those children are naive in a lot of areas. As a spiritual child, we were naive in a lot of areas. But we are supposed to be growing up into sons and daughters of the Most High God. We're supposed to be transitioning. Okay, We're supposed to be growing up and becoming mature sons and daughters of God. And the mistakes we used to make right in the beginning of our salvation, we're not supposed to be making now. And um, the Lord has like these amazing plans for us. So I believe that a lot of Christians, when they get born again, they have this idea and they, they keep this idea that they can do what they want, how they want, when they want. And when they pray, the Lord must just answer every one of their prayers, you know, and he needs to bless their socks off in any situation. And if you know your Bible, if you study out the word, you're going to learn that it's not like that. You know, yes, we are blessed in Christ Jesus. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Bible says Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And if he be Christ's, then are he Abraham's seed and is according to the promise. Now that's Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, 14, and verse 29. And yes, we are born again when we get saved, but here's the kicker. We cannot do what we want to do and expect to walk in the blessing. It does not work like that. You know, if you just look at the natural, if you start any job, I'm talking about any job, you cannot dictate to the boss and to the other staff members what you want to do and still expect to get paid at the end of the month. They're going to say, no, 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 no. This is what I hired you to do. This is what you need to do. And if you don't do this, guess what? We're going to let you go. This is your job description. We don't get to walk into any job and tell them what our job description is. So just like we will never do that in a work environment, we cannot expect to do that in the kingdom. Now, in the beginning, when you first get saved, you know, the Lord has, he's always going to have mercy on us. And you'll notice that as a baby Christian, you're going to get away with some things in the area of faith. And let me just clarify that for you. I don't want people, you know, twisting my words and getting mad and whatever. Uh, when I got born again, I believe God for a lot of different things in different areas. The way I used my faith back then, I can't get away with using the same method now that I used as a baby Christian because I guarantee you this, I'm not going to get the same results. You know, as a natural child, 
a natural child can get away with certain things, but they can't get away with certain things as an adult. And the Lord will look after us. And there is, I believe, like a special grace that every baby Christian experiences when they get born again. It's like their prayers just get answered in a very short space of time. But as you grow older, the Lord expects you to study out his word. That's why he gave us his word. He expects us to seek the kingdom. He expects us to make certain changes in our lives. So first of all, for those that don't know what the blessing is, the blessing is an anointing to increase. And someone with the blessing, if they exercise that blessing, their circumstances that was once cursed will turn around and become blessed and good things will manifest in their lives and they will get certain opportunities and they will be elevated in certain areas versus someone that's got the curse and wherever they go, things around them break and they get into debt and they get into lack and they begin struggling and struggling and struggling. But a blessed man will keep on increasing, okay? So there's a big difference between someone being cursed and someone being blessed. Now, we are blessed, but now for us to function in that blessing, we need to listen to what the Father has to say, and we need to do what the Father tells us to do. Now, yes, we can go straight to his word, and we can study out faith. And uh, yeah, in this ministry, Trevor von Fearon Ministries, we have lots and lots and lots of faith teachings. You can find our faith teachings, whether it's on our YouTube channel or whether it's on our RSS account or whether it's on Spotify or whether it's on Apple podcast or Google podcast or Amazon music, etc, etc. We got a lot of faith teachings out there on different platforms, but I'm not talking about the method of faith. I'm talking about the path that the Lord has specifically for you. So whoever you are and wherever you're listening to the sound of my voice right now from, The Lord has a very, very unique path that he needs you to be on. Now, from the analytics from our RSS account, or should I say our RSS profile, uh, we can see that most of our viewership, most of our listeners actually come from the United States of America. And then after that, it's South Africa and then other countries after that. Wherever you are, God has a certain path that he needs you to take. And guess what? Your provision is on that path. Now, Abraham is the perfect example. The Lord told him to leave his family and to leave the place where he lived and go where he will show him. And when he did what the Lord told him to do, when he went where the Lord told him to go, he intercepted that blessing. Now, I promise you this. If he had to stay in his hometown and disobey the Lord, he would have never ever, ever been walking in the blessing because the blessing was conditional. So I'm just going to show you that quickly from Scripture, Genesis 12, and I'm going to read from verse 1. It says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto the land that I will show thee, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, And curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So do you see that he had to go where the Lord told him to go? He had to do what the Lord told him to do. And if he did not, he would have not intercepted that blessing. And here's the thing. A lot of Christians, they are calling the blessing down from heaven. And uh, 
you know, they're praying and they're praying and they're writing these little love notes in their journals, etc., etc., and nothing is happening in their lives because they are not obeying the Father. Something happens when you obey the Father. He knows where your provision is because he's the one that laid all your provision on a certain path. You always have to do something physically. Always. When I had this blockage in my intestines and I went to the doctors and uh, every now and again I would have to go up to the doctor and get a certain injection and I would have to buy separate pills because I had a lot of acid and it was terrible. I couldn't eat how I wanted to eat. I could not drink coffee. I could not eat. I couldn't even eat chocolate. Okay. It was, it was bad. And they said, you know what, this blockage isn't leaving your body. And uh, they wanted me to go have x-rays. And that was just more and more and more money because you know what, private doctors are not cheap. And they wanted me to go have x-rays and that was a few thousand rand. And then he wanted me to come back so he can read the x-rays and that's more money over there. And then after that, there's a procedure and that's more money, etc., etc. And I just said, you know what, I'm not doing this. And I went before the Lord and I prayed it out. And I asked him, how do I sort this out? And he told me to drink hot lemon water. Now, I had to do something to get the desired results. I could not just sit back and just say, hmm, Lord, I'm free. I'm a free man. Oh, I'm a free man. I could not do that. There was something physically that I had to do. And I did it. I started drinking hot lemon water. And I would drink it a lot. And the blockage came out. And I saved myself a lot of money and a lot of discomfort and a lot of embarrassment. And God is good. But you have to do what he tells you to do. If you're looking for financial increase, you know, a lot of Christians think, oh, that's so evil, that's so evil. And, uh, you know, they don't actually open their Bible. You know, they quote scripture wrong and they say, oh, they say money is the root of all evil. And the Bible doesn't say that. It says for the love of money is the root of all evil. When you start loving money, when you start lusting after money, when you start serving money, that's when it becomes evil. But money is not evil. You know, we're all supposed to be living decently. We're all supposed to be living comfortably where we can support the gospel, where we can help the poor, where we can be a blessing to our spiritual leaders. We're all supposed to be living like that. And for those that don't want to live like that, guess what? They are the selfish ones. You know, they want to go to church every Sunday. They want to get all the prayers. And if anything goes wrong in their house, the pastor must come over and pray for them and that. But they don't want to be a blessing to the pastor. They don't want to be a blessing to the gospel. They don't want to support the church that they are feeding from every Sunday. Like that is selfish. But we are called to bear fruit. That's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. Think about that. We're supposed to be increasing We're supposed to be showing the world how it's done. We are supposed to be showing the world that God is a good God. He is a great father. He looks after his children. The world's supposed to be looking at us and saying, man, I want what they have. You know, you can't go around being broke and try and minister to other people and say, you know what? God is a good God. But your electricity is cut. They want to kick you out the house. You've got no food. Kids are crying. They don't have food. Their stomachs are hurting. That's mad. When we as the church start moving in results, that's when the world is going to start taking notice of us. And can I be honest with you? The world needs Jesus. So yes, uh, the Lord wants us to live comfortably. I'm not talking about mansions and private jets. I'm not talking about that. 
but we are called to live comfortably. We are called to support the gospel. You can see in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, how everyone supported Jesus' ministry, that he had a treasurer in the ministry. The disciples were so used to Jesus sending Judas out to feed the poor that at the Last Supper, when Jesus told Judas to do what he has to do, they just thought, okay, well, you know, he does this all the time. Judas is going to go out and feed the poor. That's the mindset that they had. They were so used to this. And you can see, after Jesus went back up to heaven, And the apostles carried on the ministry. Everyone was selling everything that they had and they were sharing it with each other. We are supposed to do good. Man, I want to share something with you just on this topic before I get back to what I need to say. I believe that there's some people listening to the sound of my voice that they actually need to hear this. Listen to this. This is 1 John chapter 3 and I want to read from verse 16 to 18. It says, Hereby perceive we the love of God. Because Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this will's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Do you see there's a reason for the money? The money is just a tool. Like, let's get the gospel out there. Let's help the poor. So, as I was saying, you are blessed. if you belong to Christ, you are blessed right now. But your increase is on the path that the Lord needs you to be on. The Lord's not going to go around blessing disobedience. I know the world does it today. Kids can do what they want in schools. There are kids that beat up teachers and everyone's cool with it. It always comes up in the news. But in the kingdom of God, where God is actually righteous, that sort of thing does not fly. So the Lord doesn't go around blessing disobedience. But if you want to increase, you have to obey the Father. That's the only way you're going to walk in the blessing. Yes, you can learn the method of faith. And if you follow this ministry, by now you should know quite a bit. Because we share scripture on everything. But to truly walk in the blessing, it's going to take more than just knowing the method of faith. You're going to have to know your path. And when you begin walking on your path... You're going to start intercepting the blessings that God has for you. Hope this blessed you. Hope you saw more into it. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.